Hello, 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 and welcome back, my beautiful, wonderful, amazing, shimmering, glimmering beams of moonlight. I am so happy and uh, excited to be back for another Tuesday episode with y'all again here on the podcast. Uh, welcome to the Reddit Asks Us podcast. This is the podcast where we read and react from r slash ask Reddit, comments from r slash ask Reddit. I am your host, Luke Dick. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, remember to like, remember to comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, please leave us a rating and also leave us a review. It helps us so much. And if you enjoy the show, remember to share it with your friends. Now, if you have something interesting to say or a comment to comment under one of the recent posts, you can go ahead and comment that comment under my uh, the most recent video on my YouTube channel at Reddit Asks Us, and I will read that comment out loud on the show. Now, the last little bit here has been kind of hectic. I came home <clears throat> from uh, my home province of Saskatchewan over back to Nova Scotia, where I'm going to university, and uh, I kind of was a little scatterbrained, didn't have a lot of time to read comments, and this week it was my first week of school, so again, I'm a little bit all over the place, so I apologize for not reading out a ton of comments uh, in the last little short term here. Uh, things have just been a little bit hectic, but that does not mean that I'm going to leave you stranded. I am here and ready to read some Reddit. Uh, I actually have been looking forward to this because it's a little bit of just a break from everything, and it's fun to just, again, go through the comments with y'all and, you know, see what people have to say on our wonderful platform of Reddit. All right, so you know what's funny is I feel like Reddit only comes up in <laughs> in popular culture when it's like when people are roasting Reddit or because of something like Wall Street Bets. It's always like these little things that hop up on Reddit that like because Reddit, man, Redditors are just like the most diverse group of weirdos and interesting people on the Internet. Like that's why I love love you, you all, because you all are just so unique in, in what your pursuits are, and it's so fun to see you guys at work and you 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 folks at work, I should say. Um, but uh, anyways, so <laughs> why don't we hop into today's episode? So what quietly went away without anyone noticing? This is this is very interesting. This was the top. This is the top most upvoted uh, question for this past week, and I think this is interesting because. We're living in a time, and especially especially within the last, you know, probably 150 years, probably, we're living through so much technological growth and advancement and innovation right now that, um, like, I bought something today that I was like, this just makes, like, I bought, I bought one of those, uh, you know, the, the food choppers, food dicers, you know, to dice your, your vegetables and stuff. You just pop, push the top and it dices all your vegetables and, you know, whatever you want. And uh, I bought one of those today and I'm just like, this is just, why would anyone cut vegetables? And, like, this is just, every little thing is becoming obsolete. You can pretty much just make anything. You can market anything. It's all, it's all, it all can be changed in a matter of months even. People design products and stuff. I always see stuff on Instagram and that's, that's new ways and new innovations to do 
things that you were just like, okay, well, and that's going to completely, you know, make some older object obsolete that I'm never going to have to use ever again. But uh, it's just, yeah, we live in this time of such advancement that, that um, you know, we're constantly seeing things go in and out of style all the time, and it's just, it's wild. So why don't we start off with Swev, Sweven Pan, 3D TVs. Uh, <laughs> this is funny, like, are we... We have like a we have a smart TV in my basement, and it was like the first smart TV we bought. It was like I think it was the first TV that we ever bought. That was I'm pretty sure. Don't get me. No, maybe it was the second TV that we ever bought. That that was an actual like big TV purchase because for most of my like childhood years, we only really we only had I think it was we only just had one or one or two TVs in the house, but they were like old TVs from like the 90s like maybe even 80s I don't even know but they like with the giant boxes on the back of them you know and they and the bottom one in the basement like we never grew up with cable or anything like that it was literally just public ass access which is like two channels which is just like in Canada it's public access would be like CBC and CTV so the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation and whatever CTV stands for <laughs> Canadian television television I don't know but anyways uh we, they had those they had the big the big boxes on the back of them you know they were and they you know their the tv screen wasn't flat it was kind of rounded um but we did buy this this uh the smart tv it was it was when i was you know it was when i was quite a bit older and uh it came with 3d glasses like special 3d glasses you could watch the you could watch your the tv through i don't think we used them once you know, it just be like, I think, I think the people in the industry in thought 3D was going to be a bigger thing than it was. I despise 3D. Okay. Like, I like what, why? Like, it is so annoying, especially when you're at the movies, 3D glasses just don't like, like not, is not, it is not conducive to the movie experience. I'm eating popcorn and butter all over my hands and get the glasses full of butter like it's incredibly wasteful oh my god like because that's the thing when, when these when this stuff is like introduced to us as like consumers as like new new products like we don't ever think about we never never thinking about the the pollution and of all this these plastic got glasses and for the longest time people were throwing them out you know they had it was only later that they brought in those put your glasses here we recycle them and stuff like it's just it's just all around and they come wrapped in plastic and it's, it's just a terrible terrible idea all around it is 3d is the worst like i watched um i watched the great gatsby um like maybe it was even close to a year ago or something or a few or like at least longer than six months ago and I was watching it on a plane and I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, what is like, why is this? What is up with the cinematography in this? Like, why is there so much like weird CGI full of depth? And then I later understood that movie was like filmed so that it would look really cool in 3D and a lot of the scenes would look really cool in 3D. But now no one watches anything in 3D. It's such a gimmick. It, the, the 3D effect is totally is totally not even noticed either. Like. It, it, by the time I'm like 15, 20 minutes into the movie, I'm I'm either I'm not 
even paying attention to the fact that something is 3D. It just goes over my head. It's not, it doesn't appear 3D to me. It doesn't, like, I, I it's not, it's not an ex, a part of the experience that I notice when I'm wearing the glasses. That's why I find it so redundant because I'm like, God damn, when they're only showing a movie in 3D, I'm like, I want to see this movie so bad, but I hate 3D. I, I despise it. I, I will literally just wait until they're playing it through a regular theater so that I don't have to go and watch it in 3D. It's so freaking pointless. Um, so of course now you guys can understand my disdain for, for 3D. Um, reply from Sir Solomon, 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 what, I don't know. Curve TVs. Yeah, that is, that is another one that's, I remember going to like Best Buy and stuff and the electronic stores and like, I don't know. Excuse me. <clears throat> I don't know if this is in the U.S., but we have this place in Canada called Visions Electronics. And that's where you buy. It's basically like Best Buy. It's where you buy a lot of like TVs and computers and headphones and blah 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 blah. blah. It's an electronic store, whatever. Um, but yeah, I remember like for the longest time. Well, not for the longest time. For the shortest window of time, I remember that these that maybe it was. I want to say this was around like two thousand. 12 maybe 2011 where they were really going hard with the marketing on these curved tvs and they were getting everyone super hyped about these curved tvs and i was thinking i'm like this doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me because because they the, the whole gimmick was is that they could bend the glass right like they could make it they could project this image over over bent glass or whatever and i'm like or, or whatever the the like the bend the pixels or whatever, but it's like okay, that's interesting. Like that you can do that, but it's just a lot of these things have have no practical purpose. It's like you need a TV screen to be flat because not everyone's watching it straight on. If you had this TV in your living room and I'm sitting on the on the on the couch on like the left side, I'm gonna be blocked. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be look the view is gonna look super weird because I can't look at it completely straight on. You know, maybe maybe it makes a little bit more sense for like a computer monitor or something, because you know you're not you don't really look at a computer monitor anything else but straight on. But I thought that was just like a really weird design. I remember thinking when I was a kid that it was cool. I was like, oh, this is so cool, but I don't even know why. But that's that's the marketing. That's how they get to you. It's just like, and then then the kids and they're like, oh, mom, can we get a curved TV? And yet your parents are thinking like, why the fuck would we get a curved TV? That sounds like a terrible idea. That sounds like a horrible aesthetic choice. Um, all right, let's go on. Uh, next one comes from Gut Milton. Actual toys in cereal boxes and Cracker Jack boxes. You know, this is a. Uh, I that that was a very short window of time for me that I remember there being something inside cereal boxes and for the life of me I can't even remember what cereal cuz first of all I was never uh I was never really allowed to eat a lot of, like to eat the sugary breakfast cereals and to be honest I I agree with that decision by my parents <clears throat> I agree with that decision by my parents because I mean those it's like eating chips for breakfast you know what i mean it's loaded with sugar but anyways um i i do remember though there was a short amount of time i can't remember what cereal it was because every once in a while i'd get to pick out a you know a, a good cereal 
like a sugary cereal. And I do remember there being like some sort of toy in the box or some sort of thing that you're trying to find. But yeah, you don't really find that today. And you want to know why? Is because the, I don't think that, I think people overestimated the general IQ level of children. Like someone is just going to pour that into their cereal. And if it's small enough, it's going to get lodged in their throat and they're going to eat it. You know what I mean? It's like, kids, and here's the thing, kids are clever, but that doesn't necessarily mean kids are smart. You know what I mean? Like, a kid being clever means that they're going to find ways to get to the sugary cereal. No matter how young they may be, they are clever enough to figure out a way to knock the box down using a broomstick or something. But once they start eating it, they will inevitably choke on a toy that's inside or a a raffle ticket or something that they accidentally swallow and it gets lodged in their throat and they die. So to be honest, I can, I can, I can actually understand why they don't do that anymore. Uh, Goof and as poof, Goof, Goof and as poof. Um, replies and says, and contests where you could win just by checking the packaging instead of scanning a QR code and making an account on fucking mountaindew.com. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like, and the whole point of, of them, of, of, uh, them making you get an account is, is to, so that they can auto check the box that says, that says, I will receive emails about this because they want your email address. It's like, I, this is just me, and I know a lot of people are going to be really, like, going to be really mad at me for this. My email inbox for my, like, regular mail, like, my regular email address has, like, 13,000 unread emails. Like, it's mostly spam, and I just ignore all of it. Like, I, I know when an important email is supposed to be coming in. You know what I mean? Like, I keep tabs on important emails, and I'll recognize it because I get, like, a notification, and I'm like, oh, this looks like an this looks like an email that, you know, isn't spam or something. But uh, newsflash, though, that is not good marketing for, for the younger generation. We do not care about emails. They are, it's like, I don't even, is that even a valid form of advertising? I feel like the more emails I get, the less I look at them. I don't even pay attention. Like, do you really think I'm going to buy Mountain Dew because of an email that I saw? Like, yo, bro, we've got to try the new uh, lime uh, seizure flavor of Mountain Dew uh, because I saw this email about it and I read the email, you know, I was scrolling down. I was like, lime seizure, that sounds gnarly. You know what I mean? Like, holy crap, like, we got to try this, you know, I, I, I can, I can almost guarantee you that is a conversation that has never, ever took place, ever, at all, no one, no one, like, and promotions and all this stuff, like, I don't think I've ever used a email promotion before, who knows, maybe they're, maybe they're good, maybe I'm getting some pretty sick email, email promos, you know, where I get a promo code and get however many percentages off of whatever. But I'm just going to tell you right now, I don't care and I don't look. Email is such an old form of communication. Like, I wonder what's going to happen. Like, my generation gets to be, like, people's bosses. Like, are we going to still be using email? Are we just going to be, like, 
in the metaverse. Like, there's no need for email. Like, I just, I don't know, I, I send you a holographic message or something through the metaverse. I don't even, I literally don't even know. But I can't, I can't see email being one of those things that really sticks around. That's, that's how I'm going to know when I'm old. That's how I know when I'm old is that email, when, when email is, is, is completely not even used anymore, is like completely obsolete, then I will know because I'll be, I'll be young enough to have remembered email and using email and having email accounts and all sorts of stuff with emails. Um, but if my kids make fun of me for using the word email, you know, I'm going to be like, what has this world come to? What? Really, God? Really? Email? You had to take it away from me? Email? <laughs> I used to make fun of millennials. <laughs> For not knowing how to use Instagram. And now email doesn't even exist. Yeah, I'm going to be crying. Newsflash, I'm going to be crying a lot in the future. My future... Uh, definitely has a lot of crying in it. But you know what? That's okay. But I don't know if I've told you guys this story before, but that whenever anyone mentions contests and all this sort of stuff, I always love telling the story because it is the only time I've ever experienced this and seen it with my own eyes. But this was one of the coolest things I've ever heard about or ever seen in my life. It was wild. So, you know how people, you know, there's this contest and stuff that people win by, you know, the whole QR code stuff or putting in a code on some website online and you see if you won something or whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. I feel like a lot of, I think about that in the same way that I think about lottery tickets. I don't. If I'm buying a bag of chips that has some promo code on it, on it, I'm just almost universally ignoring it every time. I just like lottery tickets. I don't know a single person my age who buys lottery tickets. I don't even I've never even heard of some person my age buying a lottery ticket. My mom yet, yet my mom she buys lottery tickets as just a casual thing. You know, just once a month, you know, every so often she goes and checks her lottery tickets. My grandma gets lottery tickets probably every week. You know, every every two weeks she's got a little folder or a little binder in her purse that has all her lottery tickets in it. It's not something I've even ever thought about buying. You know, it's not it's doesn't even doesn't even occur to me to purchase a lottery ticket. Same sort of thing that I think when it comes to these contests, you know, because I figure I figured in my brain that it's like Whoever wins this stuff, you know, it's just, it's a one in a billion chance I'm going to win something from this bag. And even if I do win something, it's probably going to be something lame, you know, like a Doritos t-shirt. Like, I don't want to wear a Doritos t-shirt, you know what I mean? So, I just never, never do it. But, when I was younger, um, and I was in about, I think I was in the, the seventh grade, excuse me. When I was in about the seventh grade, um, there we had a, a new guy come into school, and he was from uh, Malaysia, Burma, whatever you want to call it. Um, but he was from, he told us he was from Malaysia. And 
he was super cool guy, super cool guy. And he, he played on our basketball team. He was a great guy. He was funny. You know, he spoke like three or four languages. It was pretty cool. Um, he's a nice guy. And he had moved into my neighborhood. So, you know, every once in a while we'd, you know, we'd, we'd take the, we'd, we'd, we'd take the bus together to school. You know, we'd, we'd walk together and stuff. We'd hang out and whatever, but uh, and he played basketball, so we, we taught him how to play basketball, so he, he played basketball with us, and I don't know if I said that already, but anyways, uh, one day, he comes up to me, and he's like, Luke, I, I, I have an Xbox now, and I was like, what do you mean, and he was like, you know, there's the codes on the bag of Doritos, I bought a bag of Doritos over the weekend, and I put the code in, and I, I won an Xbox, and I was like, dude, shut up. I was like, there is no way you want an Xbox. And he was like, they're shipping it to me. I literally want an Xbox. And I was like, oh my God. This is, there's no freaking way. Next week, he had a brand new Xbox. I think it was, when I was in grade seven, what year that would that have been? That would have been like 2013, maybe. So, or 2014, something like that. So I can't remember when the Xbox One came out, but I remember it was a new, a brand new Xbox. And we played Grand Theft Auto together and COD and a bunch of video games. And I was like, and he would be on in our chats and everything. And I was like, what the heck? This man is the only person who I've ever known who's nonetheless put the code from the bag of Doritos. And it was literally a bag of Doritos. Put the code in from a bag of Doritos and not only put the code in, but actually won a freaking Xbox. Like, I thought that was just, I, th- I was, that was out of my freaking mind. I was like, that is just unbelievable. Um, all right, next, mo- next one comes from To Fight the Night. Taco Bell used to have a Chihuahua as their mascot. Little dude just disappeared one day, and anyone born after 2000 probably doesn't even know what I'm talking about. Actually, I do know what you're talking about. I, I, I do, I think that that commercial or that ad campaign lasted a little bit longer than you might think, because first of all, American, other than McDonald's and a bunch of other, like, and like Burger King and A&W, I, there really weren't a whole lot of American fast food chains where I was from. And it only started being later, but I do actually remember seeing it was, Whenever there would be like sports on TV, sometimes there would be American commercials or some some types of events. Sometimes you would see American commercials, and I do remember seeing a Chihuahua associated with Taco Bell, and it was come on, how do you, how do you beat a Chihuahua? What's gonna sell tacos and Taco Bell like a Chihuahua? You want you want to get that Doritos Locos Tacos, you know, really selling. I know it's I know it was a promotion, but now they've just been doing it for years. But you want it up those sales just a little bit more? You gotta bring back the Chihuahua, man. Nothing screams buy Doritos Locos Tacos like a Chihuahua. You know what I'm saying? They're small, you know, bite size little things. You know, just eat them up. Eat them up. Eat that Taco Bell. Something about just a Chihuahua and Taco Bell. You know what? You know when just something in your mind just makes sense. You know, just something makes sense. It's like, yes, Taco Bell and a Chihuahua. That just, it it is. It just feel. It feels right. It feels right, and it fits. 
Tok Chihuahua Plumbing Company doesn't doesn't fit. You know what I mean? Chihuahua and airline. It's like why? Seems a little bit like you're trying to sell me on your airline because of this Chihuahua, but you know, Chihuahua headphones. Like what even is that? What is what is that? Chihuahua lipstick. Who's ever heard of that? No one wants that. Now, Chihuahua on a Taco Bell. Now you've got my attention. Gentlemen, you've had my curiosity. But now you have my attention. If anyone doesn't know that's a Django reference, please watch that movie. Um, but yes, I actually do remember remember that, uh, that ad campaign. Or maybe I've just seen it, you know, repeated somewhere. Um, next one comes from Jonathan Karate. Movie trailers with that deep voice guy doing the voiceovers. In Tashu says, In a world where events happen, one main character walks the line between events and chaos. Gunshots and explosions. But when stuff happens, he must do the thing or risk losing everything. Bum bum. Coming this summer. Action movie. This film is not rated. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, that feels very like... I'm trying to remember movies that that, that would have been something like... Some movie in like 2006. Like, um, what's that? Nas- like National Treasure with Nick Cage. That's like a perfect... When I think of like movies like that. And uh, someone I think commented that that was... Yeah, here we go. Um, Autumn Love 92 says... Those trailers died around the same time the OG voice guy died, but what really killed it was Inception. Around that time, movie trailers started getting dark and gritty and nixed the whole voiceover gimmick for something new. We can also thank Inception for most trailers using the noise as well. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. Um, Edit. Some people want to point out that dramatic and gritty trailers always existed before Dawn. Uh, the OG voiceover guy who passed away in 2008. I never said that they didn't. I just, I said once he died, the gimmick died with him. Inception came out in 2010, and that seemed to kick off a new trend of how trailers were done. Every decade seems to have their own trends, and starting 2020, we've seen a lot of trend of angsty song remixes with the female vocals slowed down to the to metronome of ticking beats. That Let's see how long this one sticks around. Don LaFontaine is the man. Yeah, movie trailers now, you know what's the worst? Every time you go to the movies now, the trailers are so freaking long. It it just is like, I don't even want to see this. Like, let me tell you this. Not only did I think this was just going to be a terrible movie, um, but it's the man named Otto with Tom Hanks. The It's like he's classic old grumpy dude who you know in the end is going to overcome his grumpiness in some sort of way by being introduced to somebody who introduces him to new things or something. And it's like, oh, he's grumpy because his wife died. It's like just such a cliche. such a Just a, such a cliche. And the trailers for this movie made me despise it. It was so just... It basically told you the story. They were The movie trailers were so long. And this is what I think it was, okay? Over COVID, 
movie production dramatically decreased, right? Because obviously making movies involves a lot of people. And so the movie production started rapidly decreasing, but, and the movie, the theater going aspect of, of the movie experience was kind of dying a little bit because of also COVID and among other things, but it still stuck around. It did still, you know, did still stick around. But for the movies that I saw during COVID, since this is only my, this is just my, my speculation, my theory, but when movie production was really tanking, they needed something to fill that time between when the movie starts and, you know, the commercials, right? Between when you get there and when the movie starts. Um, so I think that they were just, all the movies that were coming out, they were just making the trailers longer. And this is not something I particularly remember. Like, I went through movie, tons of movies in high school. I went to tons of movies in high school. And then I'm the type of guy, I'm the type of guy who gets to movies early, man. I get to movies... I watch the commercials, dude. I just do it. Like, I hate getting to movies late. I've only ever been to a couple movies late, and every and I'm just angry the whole time. I'm, I'm very timely when it comes to my movie watching. I'm very diligent with that. But I figured that since not a lot of movies were being produced, they kind of needed to, um, you know, advertise and exploit the ones that, that were coming out. And so they made these trailers super long, and it made me think, I'm like, why would you make the trailers really long? Why wouldn't you just cut the trailers the same length, but just make the time period between seeing the movie, going like getting to the theater and seeing the movie just shorter? That commercial period was just shorter, shorter. And it made me really have a lot of, like, just it told the whole movie. I'm like, I don't even want to see this movie anymore. This is so. It seems so dumb and played out. And that's exactly what that a man named Otto movie. I was like, this just seems so dumb. I don't even want to see this, man. This is just, ew, cringe, 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 cringe. Yeah, movie trailers nowadays really suck, man. You just, there's no point. And every movie trailer nowadays, especially like sci-fi stuff, starts with that, that, that sound that like, like it's like a gong or something like that, like a filtered out gong. Just cuts to someone like, sweating looking at somebody else like you can tell they're under pressure and they're just like i can't believe we survived that and it's just like and then it cuts to like some big room with the villain and he's all like you all know what i have told you to do i have told you to do those things and we must go out and find these people and kill them they will not get away and his voice like keeps playing over cutscenes of other like stuff of the the heroes, like, I don't know, I just, I'm thinking of Dune, that's just like what I'm thinking, I never even saw the movie, but, uh, that's just what I'm thinking of, like, all the sci-fi movies all have, like, the exact same, uh, trailers, anyways, um, buying a new game and having, sorry, this, sorry, this one comes from Nevorar960, buying a new game and having a thick, chunky manual filled with game lore, which you would read before playing the game, and so heighten the anticipation of the game itself. Um, I drown my fish 77. Well, uh, we know who's a psychopath. Um, I miss those so much. I remember my grandma buying me Halo 2 as a kid and then going out to a furniture store, so I just followed her around reading the manual while she looked at furniture. See, I, I wanted to read this comment. So I'm not much of a video game player, so I don't really actually can't really relate to this very much, but I just, that comment made me think, if all these video games 
have all this lore behind them and stuff, and there's actual explanation to all the lore, then why did the Halo series, why was everyone so pissed off? And you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I understand why people were pissed off, but why would the hell would Paramount or whoever made that show, the Halo movie or show or whatever it was, why would they be so, so, like, why would they stray so much from the story that's already written? You know what I mean? Like, if there is all this lore behind Halo, you know you're going to get, because I understand they've got to make it wider as an audience appeal, but it's it's like you really don't have to stray from the original content to make it appealing to people. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't it doesn't have to it doesn't have to stray wildly from the actual lore that's there. The lore that's there is often written very well. You know, I the one thing that comes to mind is like you never really hear that about about a series like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings like everyone says that oh you know there's differences between the movies and the books but generally they follow the same story pattern right they because obviously you can't fit everything in a giant book and like a thousand page book into a two hour movie uh, but or two and a half hour movie but generally a lot of people don't really you don't hear a whole lot of complaints but then you hear something like this halo thing and it's like every everyone's complaining you know it's it's like the the you can still write a good story following the lore and the 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 events and the situations and stuff and the background and the history you can still write a good story using all of that material i don't understand why they went and had to make it all wake it whack because that was the number one thing and then i don't sorry i'm ranting a lot here folks but i also don't think that the people who sit on the boards of of the movie like production companies really are in tune with the internet culture because like for example like the halo stuff if you if you made it a well-made series and true to the like actual actual stories behind the halo like game and stuff you'd get much more people watching because like first of all people sh- people on the internet like especially people my age I'm 21 so and people who are in like that 5 get plus or minus year bracket you know age of myself like the we the way that we disseminate information about how good or bad something is is known just so immediately to us especially through like meme culture and instagram and stuff and so if something is, is disliked, especially Reddit too, Reddit's a good place for this as well. If something is disliked, it is very obvious how how much it's disliked so fast. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it, it's it's inevitable. And people, like people aren't stupid. They appreciate good writing. You know what I mean? So people aren't just going to like sit there and be like, oh, I hate this. This is great. You know what I mean? This follows nothing of what what the whole true story is like. But you're better off creating actually good quality content that stays true to the original source material because people and that and there's good writing and takes time because people, especially in my generation, we've seen all of the best movies we know what what it what a best what a good movie or show or TV series looks like, and we also know what one that's really terrible looks like too. Like from for for example, I don't necessarily I don't want to use this as an example. Of something that was really terrible, but Moon Knight, that show it just lacked captivation. You know what I mean? I don't even know if that's a word, but it lacked a captivating reason to watch it. It felt just very bland and just it. A lot of it was visual. 
You know what I mean? And and yet the the early Marvel stuff is all really good because it tells the story well. It has conflict. You know what I mean? It, it gets you invested and involved in the characters. It's a true origin story, right? Like the very first Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire movie is amazing. You can still go back and watch it and it's still a really well-written script. So, and you're going to get more people watching it because people who wouldn't even necessarily like Halo only just because they've heard good things about it through the internet. So I think these people are just too old, man. These people are too old. They just don't, they don't get it. This is one thing that I like about Netflix though, is that a lot of Netflix's series are, are actually done pretty well, you know, and there's, they, they do make a lot of really popular series because I think it's a younger company. They, they, the people who work on the board of, on the boards of Netflix are younger than the people who work on the boards of like Warner brothers or, Paramount, for example, and these old movie studios, right? These old companies that have really old histories. The people who work there are all old. Disney, like, like, it's it, these these people are all freaking old, so they're only wanting to put money in. I think Netflix is one of those companies that not everything Netflix makes is a hit. Don't get me wrong, but they do actually make a lot of really good series and a lot of inter- really interesting th- stuff that is coming out because they know that that people appreciate good writing. People appreciate good good material and then that's what they're going to want to watch that's why stranger things is so big right stranger things is really really well written it's a fun show to watch it's entertaining it keeps you asking questions it it's a captivating show you know whereas all the stuff that they're doing with like exploiting the freaking star wars franchise and all this stuff and all these new shows that are so terrible and marvel it's like man these shows could be good but they're not because they're not taking integrity. They just want money. You know what I mean? But anyways, I, I digress. Um, sorry I didn't get through a ton of comments today. I spent most of the time ranting. But anyways, um, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Reddit Ask Us podcast. Remember, this is the podcast where we read and react to comments from r slash askreddit. I am your host, Luke Dick. If you're watching on YouTube, remember to like, remember to comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating. And also, please leave us a review if you uh, want to comment something uh if you have an interesting comment then comment it under the most recent video on my youtube channel at reddit asks us and i will read that comment out live on the next episode i appreciate each and every single one of you thank you all so much for tuning in to the show uh i love each and every single one of you and i will see y'all next week peace out